0: We would be honoured if you would join us.
1: Hi, welcome to the Weekly Sun Podcast. Roger here, and with me as always is my co-host Declan Kitchener. How are you doing, Declan?
0: I'm doing fine, thank you. How are you doing?
1: I'm doing pretty well. I'm doing pretty well. It's weird to be back in the writing phase of this podcast again, but I'm happy to be. How about you?
0: Yeah, I'm happy to be writing again. It's just weird not driving down and, like, In this face to face I keep looking at the waveform appearing on my computer screen And just thinking you are my only friend now
1: Yeah there is a kind of sadness To the fact that I look at the waveform I'm recording because we're recording separately Whenever I'm not talking and you're talking There's no waveform at all Because you're miles away
0: There's a song lyric in that somewhere (laughs) There's only
1: one waveform On my DAW (laughs) Gotta upgrade to a Two-trap baby (laughs) <laughs> uh, that'll teach him. Um, so um, we are back. Um, if you're new to the show and you haven't heard what we do before, um, what Declan and I do is we each write a song in the space of a week, and um, and it's really hard to do that a lot of weeks in a row. And you're telling so it's me kind of a, it's a challenge. And once we've completed the challenge, we uh, hop on the mics like we're doing right now, and we discuss um, how we wrote the songs, the lyrics, the chords, the inspirations, and. Um, we're having kind of like a, a more of a, a an easy season on us perhaps um perhaps uh kind of returning to our roots somewhat in that there's no challenges so uh we've both got two songs which don't have any sort of constraints in terms of like you have to write lyrics about this or have to use these types of chords or anything so
0: yeah it's um just sort of save our poor poor brains
1: my poor brain Sadly. yes <laughs> um so I, we take it in turns to go who goes first each week, and you're going first this week, Declan, I believe.
0: Uh, yes, I am. And uh, my song that I've written this week is called I Connected You, and it goes like this.
2: i got to be today before I can face tomorrow. I've got to set in stone the path I would like to follow. I gotta keep in touch With all of the voices near me I gotta shit this fuck So I can see if it's clearly Letting go Of mental holes The words that are flowing now Are words I should remember The words that are flowing now They won't return to send them. my eyes and not rely on habit. I've got to read the room, see cap and stance and grab it. i got to be myself, not images that hang around and I've got to be more brave and let my bloody guard down. Letting go of mental wounds. The words that are flowing now are ones that I should live by. The words that are flowing now are ones I will remember
1: I just want to say how unusual and and great that song is. It's when I first heard it, I was like, "This is like a song, unlike any song I've ever heard before." Because it's you're not playing a riff really, and you're not really playing
0: chords. I am playing a riff.
1: <laughs> it it feels weird. It feels like some kind of Celtic song, you know.
0: Uh, it's it started off being a lot slower. There's a version of that uh, riff that I'm going to send you to edit in, which. Um, it's just a lot more broken up. Mm. And at some point I just, um, thought, okay, well, what if I just try and play this riff really quickly? And then it ended up, I think uh, I've ended up like feeling, oh, this sounds a bit like a Newton Faulkner song. I was just thinking, oh wow, let's just go a million miles in that direction then. Once I had that <laughs> feel, yeah, it it definitely shows
1: that it's a different approach for you. Um, I mean, it's very you, but it's also, I don't know, it's a really weird song to categorize in my mind. I think the Newton Faulkner thing kind of touches on it a bit, um, in in my ears. But it's a great song, man, and the, and the lyrics are really um, really good as well. I was trying to kind of figure out what they were about when I was listening to them, but. Uh, what kind of inspired... Well, I mean, talk us through the song, you know, just in general. Well, what, how did it start and all that?
0: Well, um, sort of, it started... I was just walking home from shopping the other day and I just sort of had this idea for, like, a slow pop riff in my head. Mm. So I was sort of, like, trying to remember that all the way while I was sort of carrying me shopping home. Got on the guitar immediately, worked it out, and like I say, it was a bit slower, so I just sort of sped it up and I made a recording of it I just thought... Okay, that's something, you know It, mm. it, I can work on that later in the week uh, And that's the main <singing> That bit mm. Second bit I had was the uh, The sort of second half of the verse Which That riff was meant to sort of be A riff of its own It was meant to be something else to structure a song around But I just thought, well hang on It's got a seventh in it so what if I put that as a fifth as the other riff? Hmm. Uh, so that sort of ended up working out quite well for that. And then I was just really stuck on the chorus, and just I love major sevenths, so I just ended up playing the root major seventh, and just sort of fiddling around with that shape on the neck, which is how you end up with that chorus, which is sort of root and it's A major seven, E flat major seven, E major seven, uh, C sharp major seven. The I
2: connected you,
0: and then down to a B-flat diminished. The
2: you connected, da-da-da,
0: and then back up to the root for that
1: bit. Uh, it's a really, sorry to interrupt, I was just going to say, it's a very cool chorus in that it's so different from what the verse is doing, or at least it sounds like it.
0: Uh It is kind of, I think, I don't actually know the chords for the verse I only know the riff but I think it's more based around like uh, 1, 4 and 5 so that'd be C sharp, F sharp, G sharp once you, once I had that I, the only other bit I thought well I was going to need something to break up like round 1 and round 2 which is where you get the diddle, 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 which is just a F sharp uh, played in a C shape Okay, and then a load of pull-offs on that Going up to a fifth to come back into the main riff And you sort of saying uh, You are sort of trying to figure out What the lyrics are about for this one Yeah it's, This one's a bit odd Because the lyrics sort of more came More than usual I think Came from uh, sort of when you sort of scatter song To sort of work out the melody Okay So like uh, my first demos of it Like I'm singing the verse I gotta be ba 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 which, you know, isn't a million miles away from I Gotta Beat Today Before I Can Face Tomorrow.
1: Ah, okay. Uh,
0: And then sort of the rest of it grew out of that.
1: So when you were writing the riff, did you kind of have I Gotta Ba Ba Da, that sort of vocalising going on, or was that just like the riff was completely finished and written, and then later on you came and did the the kind of vocalising slash words?
0: Uh, It was fully written, and then I put the vocals on top later. I was actually really scared with this one because I thought... Okay, I really like this backing track, but what if I can't actually sing over it? What if I can't sing and play at the same time? Which I've worked out I can, uh, <laughs> which is um, <laughs> which is nice.
1: Uh, it is. Al- it's always daunting when you have like a really fast-paced riff that you've got to write for. Um, it's definitely harder than writing over cowboy chords, isn't it?
0: Yeah, there's been a lot more practice going into trying to get that riff consistent this week. And even then, when I was saying about like the words coming out of the scat, like mm. the "I connected you" is basically the words I was scatting for that bit of the chorus. I was gonna change it or something, but I was just going.
2: I connected you. I connected. Something like
0: that. That's
2: that's exactly how
1: I write lyrics, man. That's exactly the same. Is that scatting turning into what the words most closely resemble? <laughs>
0: That's how I tend to get my first lines. Um, but then, once I had those sort of first bits, I sort of knew that I'd have to sort of build off those. So i got to beat today before I can face tomorrow. I've got to set and start in stone the path I'd like to follow. So it's all like self worth stuff and like trying to convince myself I'm not worthless. Uh, just continuing along that sort of theme. And it's kind of a weird one in that it obviously the chorus is. I connected you. You connect back again. Um, I and you are diff- are not different people. It's like <laughs> saying this to yourself, but yourself is literally two different people. <laughs> so the way I sort of thought about how it sort of breaks down is, I as the more like self confident. You know, when you're sort of, you know, when you're on formal, you're like uh, feeling a bit more like a risk taker, or you know, you're putting yourself out there more. And then you is more the sort of, ah, oh, no one's going to want to listen to me. Oh, I bet they're annoyed with me just being here. You know what? I'm, I'm, I'm just going to go. I don't want to waste your time kind of thing.
1: Right. What a great way to structure a set of lyrics. That's really interesting.
0: Um, Yeah. <laughs> but beyond that, what you see on the page is what you get. Uh, and it's all pretty much first draft. The only thing I really had to change was um the order of two lines in the second verse. Uh I gotta be myself not images at hand round, I gotta be more brave and let my bloody guard down. Originally they were the other way round. But I thought all right. but I thought let my bloody guard down was a bit stronger, so I put that at the end of
3: that.
1: Yeah, like almost in a sense of like you save the punchline for the end.
0: Exactly. You know? Yeah, don't climax too early in this verse.
1: Oh, yeah no I I completely get that, I just I was just really impressed. I think this will probably be one of the ones at the end of the run where I go. That was one of my, if not my favorite of your songs. This run. I mean, it's hard to say. We haven't written them all yet, but <laughs> I just I I like any song where a person talks about themselves and particularly like um, what am I trying to say here? Like kind of like envisaging, um or illustrating a, a better version of themselves or the version of themselves they would like to be more often. I, th- I think that's something I can... Well, a lot of people can relate to that, I think. Mm. There's a really good set of ser- lyrics there.
0: Thank you. Um, I'm quite happy with this one. It's also quite nice in a way that... Because um, it, it sort of came out really quickly, so there's not really a lot to talk about. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> it, it just felt like a really easy one to sort of get onto a guitar and to sort of get into my voice. And uh, it's doing a thing as well where I'm trying to write more for where my range sits. That's the only other thing I can think of about this one. I did this for last week's song as well. But I was recently recording a few of my songs and I realised when I was sort of singing quite low in my register, it was fine when I was just on an acoustic guitar. But then the minute I put anything else on it, uh, it becomes really difficult to make that sort of, to make the vocal clear and to stand out. So I'm trying to write more sort of in where the sort of range where I can power it out a little bit. Yeah. Uh, it's,
1: it's interesting learning about your own pitch, isn't it?
0: Yeah, particularly in context of, like... Because uh, I sort of know what my voice can do, and I can do low bits, and... Um, Uh, when I'm on acoustic that tends to be fine it's just when you sort of factor in oh wait everybody else has to put an instrument on this or like um oh wait I didn't realize I was going to record 14 layers of guitar over this (laughs) yeah so yeah like you
1: you gotta bear the other people in mind as well (laughs)
0: yeah so I'm just making a bit more of a concerted effort to sort of use my power range as it were
1: I totally get that I can relate to that in a different sense I think in that my melody writing recently has become a lot more hammered out. Like, like I will make sure that a melody is a is a definite melody, obviously with room for some um, embellishment and stuff, but just so that I know when I produce it up, like, the bass is not going to conflict with it, the guitars aren't going to conflict with it. Um, I think that's a really subtle thing you learn when you write songs for a while. Is like, oh, right, it has to fit with other people's parts too, you know?
0: Yeah, not so much if you're, like, doing it by yourself, if you're only ever going to perform this like as an acoustic guitar and voice composition the minute you get involved with other people you sort of think okay so where does this where does this weird noise that comes out of my mouth hole fit best
1: yes exactly you can see why um you know uh, obviously very much pre-internet in the Gershwin and Irving Berlin days You'd have you know a songwriter, but then you'd also have like an arranger and an orchestrator, like doing their own separate jobs, so they could take what was essentially chords and uh, lyrics and that, and like make it applicable for a band. Like you need that 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 brain to do that, don't you?
0: It's like having a director for a film, that sort of model. Which I suppose yeah. the producer, the modern day producer, is like the closest equivalent. But uh, even then, there's more artistic autonomy these days, so. Yeah. yeah,
1: it's very true.
0: I just like using hey, big words yeah. and pretending that I'm clever.
1: <laughs> you said autonomy. <laughs> <laughs> um, I wanted to ask if um, if this was a hard one to sort of record. Um, did it take a few takes to sort of get down? or Because it seems like quite a complex thing to play. So how was that for you?
0: Um, it was... It took a couple of goes to get the riff under the fingers because obviously the sort of... The minute you're recording, you instantly go down about five skill levels. Um, <laughs> so I got that back under my fingers relatively quickly. But then like, you would start playing the uh, bit on the end of... There's a sort of bridge bit and you suddenly mess up and you think, oh, God. And because it's not like a really stoppy, starty kind of song, you sort of think... But I've got to do the whole lot again now, haven't I?
1: Oh, man, I hate those type of takes. I really do. Because like, like you say, if you go if you have a chorus that ends with dum-da-da-dum-dum-dum, then you have like kind of half a bar where you can like punch in. But if you go, oh, my God, I've got to do this whole marathon again, it's such a pain in the ass, isn't it?
0: Yeah, I think it ended up taking uh, something like uh, six takes. But like of those takes, I think three of them were just like the first verse. So it wasn't too bad. And I can only get better as I play this song more and more.
1: Mm, yeah, I mean, that's. I think that's the thing with any of our first demos is no matter how pleased we are with the song as, as a song, when you sit down and record your first demo of it, which I guess we're having to do this season round because... Because we're separate, and we have to like make a recording for each other to hear, and because we can do that, we then are able to add overdubs and you know think about the arrangement to some extent. You know, you sit down, and you go, "Oh right, I have to actually think about how this is going to be played and be able to play it as well." Um, mm. Usually, by the time I've demoed something and then I record it properly, I, I can do it fine. But it is hard to demo at first, and because you have to get used to it.
0: Yeah, this is kind of. It's just really. like the more you play it the more the better you'll become at playing it. it it's sort of an odd thing to think like wait a minute I was playing this perfectly when I was uh recording it or when I was just doing it for myself yeah it, I mean
1: that's the thing it's the red light syndrome isn't it mm. I uh I was telling you just before we actually started the show that um I've started writing my new weekly song and and oh uh, you know don't go on my Instagram because otherwise you'll hear it um you know prematurely but anyway i sat down to record this thing and i was playing it for like an hour before just playing it over and over again getting it right and writing it and i tried to press record on my camera and all of a sudden i can't play the piano anymore you know (laughs) i mean the guitar i mean any other instrument it could be
0: yeah i suddenly can't human anymore (laughs) breathing what's that again
1: (laughs) exactly um but no that's um i i really like this new song um I mean, how would you produce it if you were to like produce it up? Because it's so, it seems so guitar and vocal oriented to me. But what
0: about you? I have no idea. I've not tried playing it on electric yet, but I don't think it would end up being that way. I think I would probably end up going more in the Newton Faulkner direction of it. Something like uh, "Gone in the Morning," that kind of vibe.
1: Uh, okay, yeah, that makes sense. That definitely makes. I suppose the thing and then is hire got... a better singer. <laughs> i i I, the guitar part is so well busy sounds like a it has negative connotations but i think busy in a good way like the guitar kind of fills up a good chunk of what the music is actually doing and then the vocal kind of sits on top of it um so it'd be really interesting to hear if you do produce this what you do with it
0: i'll i'll bear that in mind but i probably won't be doing anything with it for a while I still need to sort of work out, like, how the hell does this translate beyond the acoustic? <laughs> <laughs> some of those
1: some of those more complex songs, they kind of take a while on the back burner, don't they?
0: Yeah, you sort of need to, like, wait for that moment where you're just lying in bed, you're about to go to sleep, everything's about to be perfect, and then you'll just get this little voice that comes into the side of your head and it'll just be, what if you did this song in this style? It would be amazing.
2: <laughs> yes,
1: yes. Those little moments where you get those little voices, voices sounds crazy, but um, those little sort of, oh, that would be a good idea. They're really interesting, aren't they? I find the two most times I get those is one in the shower, and I think there's something about having water on your head. (laughs) That <laughs> sounds crazy, but I read about it at some point and that's good for, like, just stimulating you and making you think of new ideas and also go for a walk is, is really good if you need to get ideas done.
0: Essentially what you're saying is that people who take long heights and people who work in shampoo commercials are more likely to be the greatest free thinkers of this generation.
1: No. <laughs> I don't want to stand by that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Um, it's, a, it's a fun working hypothesis It is,
1: it is Shampoo ads and sp- hikers
0: That could be a title
1: That could be a title I kind of said it just because it was a title Unless that it was actually a relevant thing to say <laughs>
0: <laughs> It's like this whole thing like I can plant a joke here See if the seeds get sown le- No, no, we gone for something ra- Okay, cool
1: I go I go by the way, I think we're about a third of the way through the show. Shall I make that joke now? <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah, this, yes. is, this is when the comedy should be queued up.
1: Uh... <laughs> Deploy joke title. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Deploy humour.
0: Um, enjoy the whimsy. <laughs> Deploy humour. Enjoy the whimsy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Shall we move on to your song?
1: Yeah, let's move on to my song. Um, my song this week is called An Open Window, and it goes like this.
4: If I had to remind you you promise not to keep my secrets told If I'm standing beside you Do you worry that my hand might let you go? How could it be Embracing every sin by sin beside you? Oh. Why would I see Just you and I waiting here For love eternally I can see the problem clear Stand alone. If I'm walking in circles, can I try to find a new direction? Home, do I have to remind you? My mechanical mind just can't let go, but I can see. Reflections in the broken mirror beside me Oh, of you and me Collapsing into someone else's arms Eternally I can see the problem clear Still, I stand alone
0: The big question I want to ask is... Yes. Did you close the window afterwards?
1: Let me check. Yes, yes I did.
0: <laughs> Fantastic. Well,
1: actually, actually if if we're really going to talk about that question and answering it, oh, the God. window is very is very the window is very much still open and I am not using it. Okay. Um perhaps I can clarify a, a little more.
0: Is this some sort of metaphysical window then?
1: Uh, metaphorical, don't know about metaphysical. Could be both. I'm being very um, what's the word? Facetious. opaque, aloof,
0: um, facetious. You're creating
1: anyway, an anyway. aura of mystery. <laughs> I will dispel that aura right now. Um, <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, an open window. Um, I, I was, you know, you think about how how do I sort of describe the song succinctly on on the podcast? And I think I think lyrically, it's about. Having like opportunities available to you, things you could pursue, which would make your life different, whether it be a work opportunity or a relationship opportunity or something new to get involved with on a smaller scale, like those things will change you to a certain extent. But what if all the things that are available to you as options or opportunities in your life, you want to hold off on them? You, even though there are opportunities there and you know, they would help you grow you go i'm gonna wait and see what else happens mm. so it's like um it's kind of it's a it's an open window but really it's kind of a play on the phrase um you know one door opens or one door closes and another door opens so you know i we all have open doors i have some open doors in my life right now that i could pursue uh, so you know and i'm just not pursuing those opportunities because um at this point it's not even so much out of fear but
0: but that would, window could be oh on God. the third story and you just would have no way of knowing.
1: You yeah, just... exactly. That's, that's, the, that's the fear. The, the, it could be so high up and then I fall out and then there's no getting back up to the floor I was on, which I wasn't too unhappy on the floor I was on. So,
0: so this is kind of like another self-improvement, self-worth kind of song. Interesting we've both gone for that this week. I do like yeah, I mean, this one.
1: Thanks. I mean, there's so much time to reflect during lockdown. Isn't there, it's like you just—it's either like Zoom parties, or the rest of the time, the other eighty percent is just time alone with your thoughts.
0: Yes, I've become very familiar with my thoughts recently. I wish I hadn't. My thoughts are boring. Um, <clears throat> I like the vibe of this one. This one almost gives me like a that magician kind of vibe, but like a little bit more energetic. If you know what I mean.
1: Ah, that's interesting.
4: As that magician walked by, I tempted myself with a trick he did cuz everyone's passing him by. On Four street we're busy ignoring that little guy. Thinking...
1: Yeah, i um, it I think it does kind of have that vibe cuz it's like very much like mostly palm-muted guitar, which that music which that magician was as well. Mm -hmm. um i think yeah it started musically it didn't start with the lyrical idea um so the song's an a minor and um the kind of main pedal of the song is um a minor and then a minor over g so like boom 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 like that um which um, I nearly discarded because it sounds so much like the beginning of um, Somebody That I Used To Know. About I was going to
0: <laughs> refrain from uh, saying that, but it did cross my mind.
1: I'm surprised you haven't said it already,
0: to be honest. <laughs> oh, I was, was going to leave that to off there, but... <laughs>
1: No, but I mean, it, it, it was like that. And I thought, well, shall I do something else with it? But the fact that I go um, A, G, A, G, F. And then I then it kind of, then it blossoms off into its own thing. You know, F, D, G7, E7. And then, it, you know, because then it has more of a rotation to it than just kind of boom, ch- boom, 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 ch- boom, boom. And then me singing over there, that would just be a complete, you know, rip off.
0: And what's the original first line for your song?
1: Now and then I think of when <laughs> we were. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, oh man. Um, no, it wasn't. It wasn't. But it um, certainly could have been if I'd pursued that that riff. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, I, I had that the kind of verse thing, and then it kind of was one of those chord progressions where the melody was um, somewhat implied. It's like, if I had to remind you not to promise not to keep my secrets told. And then because you're doing that, every time you get down that minor scale, keep my secrets told, you're back at the root of the minor scale again. So you're back at A of A minor, um, which also means that you can kind of do that that descending line again. Du, 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 du. Land on the A for your vocal note, and then go to an F in the chords, and then you're playing, you're singing the third of that F. So that F becomes the start of the bridge. So doo, how could it be? I'm every sin by sin beside you, which is just F and C. And then when you go up to that C, uh, which is now your you know relative major root, see so you go sin by sin beside you. Oh, and I was like, I haven't done any sort of like indie rock backing vocal in a while so that was a fun thing to it, that that kind of spilled out I kind of got to the bridge and I was just playing that you know how could it be and eventually I'm eventually whoa! and uh, I thought that would be kind of a cool like hounds of love type of thing you know
0: yeah it, it definitely works in that sort of in that sort of vein it's kind of uh it's a melody that sort of like develops nicely over the course of the song and like it's just like a repetition of one phrase or like one phrase of an alternate ending or something. Like uh by the time you get to the end of the chorus the melody's gone to so many places, which is like really nice to listen to. Thanks. Uh, was that, I think Yeah. Was that something you God. were aiming for, or was that just something that sort of spilled out of the chords?
1: Well, it's always something that um is sort of on my mind when I'm writing. Um you know, say um with this song, for example, um, is a pretty good example of If my verse is in a particular key, I mean, the whole song is in the same key, so how do I I describe this? The song is very much based around A minor. It really wants to resolve to A minor the whole time, and so it has that feel to it, and it it resides around a certain group of notes which, you know, really fit A minor. And then when I get to the bridge, I start to raise the pitch of my vocal a bit to notes which are higher beyond what I was doing in the verse. And then by the time I get to the chorus, I'm finally hitting that E, which is... um, which is an octave above where I was singing before. Um, so I can see the problem clearly now. And then it rises again. So, that, I mean, the whole thing is like the more sort of the higher... What am I trying to say here? As the song progresses, the pitch gets higher, which sort of like I heard somebody say once that that kind of implies a um, an urgency or, or like a heightened emotion because that's when people are screaming, people are trying to get a message across when they're, when they're higher. And so the chorus kind of embodies that too. So like... You know, it goes from C to C sharp diminished to D minor to uh, D sharp diminished to E minor to F. So it's like kind of the whole way through the chorus is climbing, climbing, climbing. Um, so just uh, the reason I say that is to answer your question. When I've got all that going on and it's it's always got this tendency to rise and for each section to be a little bit higher or more um, urgent than the previous section, it just kind of like takes the melody, and shifts it around a lot so that you kind of, like, you ascend and descend. Even if you don't know anything about music, you kind of get this feeling that it's ascending and descending at appropriate times. Like Um, you say, it
0: sort of follows what voices naturally do when sort of conveying emotions, so it's something you sort of can click to without necessarily needing to know everything about music theory ever.
1: Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's just, you know, uh, you could take a song like... uh, Without You, you know, uh, popularized by Harry Nilsson. But, the, you know, the Mariah Carey version, take a very mainstream version of this, that, you know, she goes, it finally changes key at the end. and big truck driver key changes. She goes, I can't live. You know, it's like you get that heightened thing. And I think that's a very um, obtuse version of that, you know, high, uh, raising the pitch, raising the, raising the urgency. But, you know, I think you can do that just within a few chords in a verse even. I think just... Just being aware of, like, I just try to be aware of the shape well, of just, what the melody's doing.
0: Just to go off topic a second, Without You is a really interesting case because the original's by Badfinger. Um, and if you listen to their version, the vocal doesn't quite go up so high and it doesn't have that power that the later versions have. So it's like, I can't live if living is without you compared yeah. to, like, um, Harry Nielsen's one where the Vocals getting higher and higher each time it comes back to the vo- uh, chorus And like the notes are getting more and more sustained Like Can't
2: live If living is without you
0: It's just sort of the later versions take off That was some terrible singing there, I do apologise <laughs> um, But no, I just thought that was an interesting song to pick out Sorry, back on topic
1: No, yeah, no, I, I agree And I think that's one of the songs that is Um what do you call it? You know the the cover version is arguably better than the original because it kind of utilizes more of what the melody can can do. Hmm. Um, it helps that Harry Nilsson was one of the best singers of all time. Whereas I am not. Um, <laughs> no, I mean compared to Badfinger, not your demonstration here on the Weekly Song Podcast.
0: <laughs> this this um, is the height of my career.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um. Just. Just. Lastly, on on the on the lyric thing, I just had a thought that um. There's this theme that's kind of coming about, which I guess you could argue is somewhat um, inspired by lockdown, which we're currently in. You know, there's not much socializing at this point and going out and doing all this sort of things. So you have a, a lot of time to think and you also have a lot of time to reflect on once lockdown's over. What am I going to do with my time that's so different from what I'm doing now? Am I really going to step up and become this? social butterfly or or just a more confident man after lockdown so there's this theme i've noticed and it's even in my newest weekly song which is you know obviously we won't talk about today um
0: oh, we will. Like... let's just break the format let's just like discuss <laughs> events that are going to happen in the future coming up next on the weekly <laughs> Song podcast stay tuned yeah coming okay. in seven days
1: <laughs> we could have a, at the beginning of each Podcast, we could have like that thing they do on sci-fi shows. They go last time on the Weekly Song Podcast. Yeah, and they have little clips of us saying,
0: previously on the Weekly Song Podcast. Declan said, <laughs> Declan said some stupid things.
1: <laughs> Roger went too far into a point without stopping.
0: <laughs> and both of them talked about the Beatles for a long time. We can just use that as the beginning of every single episode. <laughs> That'd be. <laughs> Oh God. It's on brand at least. Roger uses the platform he
1: has to talk about his esoteric thoughts on the world.
3: <laughs>
1: inappropriately because it's a songwriting show. Yeah.
0: I'd just like um, to stop all this discussion for a second, just to point out that like uh, people who work in shampoo commercials are like really radical thinkers, and uh, <laughs> I didn't say that. I la- the more I keep reinforcing it, the more people will believe you actually said it. That's how that works, right?
1: I think so. I think so. It's not like this is on record or anything. We can rewind. <laughs>
0: oh, dear. Where were we?
1: Well, um, <laughs> I don't know, but I like this. It's, it's more fun. Um, uh, I was just saying, like, I think there's this theme which will probably touch on quite a lot of, like, I want to improve, but I don't know where to go. I don't know what direction to take. I've kind of, like, ground to a halt somewhat. So, um it's and that's not a negative thing either. It sounds like, you know it sounds bad, but it's just uh I think the songs are kind of songs have always been a good way of exploring like what to do, where to go next, you know, analysing certain things like that. So
0: I mean it's that's good. That's basically the sort of feeling you're describing there is basically my last three or four seasons of the podcast. So like, I mm. I I'm there, mate.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, do you do you find that it's um do you find that songwriting is cathartic or just like a good craft and hobby, or not not hobby but like do you know what I mean like a good like uh. Do you find it's good like psychologically and emotionally, or do you think it's just like something artistic and creative?
0: Um, it's good to sort of engage with the reasons you feel so depressed and you feel that your life is worth nothing. Um, it's good to be able to learn to try how to articulate them. It's just. Countering those reasons and actually making your life worthwhile, which is the next step which I'm struggling with, <laughs> but you know yeah. this is this is mostly jokes, don't worry, I'm fine, I'm fine <laughs> um, but uh yeah, I think just the more you can engage with that stuff in the sort of safe space which I think songwriting is for us is uh, you know the more you can understand it, the more you understand about yourself, so always good.
1: Yeah, definitely. I think one of the nice things about lyrics is you can write down things and sing things, which might seem, you know, either inappropriate or just like kind of a bit odd <laughs> if you were to just say them in a conversation.
0: Yeah, like there's no way you'd walk up to anyone and just go, "I connected you, um, <laughs> mate. Who are you? What are you what are you talking about? Like leave, or I will call security." No, but, mate, I connected you. All right, sir, you've, you've had enough. It's time to go.
1: Sitting on an aeroplane in the sky.
0: I connected you! <laughs> I connected so... you to this flight! <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what he meant. Oh, come back on, sir. Come back on.
1: <laughs> if you said that enough, they would land the plane.
0: Well, the plane was going to have to land eventually. <laughs>
1: i'm I'm actually just paraphrasing a louis ck bit where he goes um because um being on a plane is really weird because if you if you say down enough you can make the plane land if you just sit there in your chair going down down <laughs> yeah, it's one of those things you had to be there and i wasn't there but i watched the video <laughs>
0: it's just one of those sort of logical things like uh The one thing you can guarantee after leaving the ground is that you're going to have to come back to it in some form or another. And you can just only hope that it's with the correct procedures and with the landing gear engaged and not, you know, coming down in some sort of fireball of death. My goodness, we've gone dark. Um. (laughs) (laughs) We've gone way off topic too. Indeed.
1: (laughs) That said... Oh, wait a sec. Wait a second. I can smell burning. Here on the Weekly Song Podcast, we've got a live update. I can smell (laughs) burning. Why can I smell burning? Fucking hell.
0: Um, I don't know if this helps, but I can't smell burning about an hour and a half's drive away, so I'm safe. I I should be all right then. (laughs) (laughs) It's not any of your incense, is it?
1: It is, yeah. That's exactly what it is. Um, I dropped this tiny little ember on the carpet, and I think it was just one of the fibres... Um, It's fine. The carpet's fine. It's just uh...
0: well. I'm glad we recorded this uh, moment while um, you know it was unfolding live. Uh, Roger nearly burning down his house. (laughs) Like that's how much. That's how sort of like depressed and desperate he's gotten in isolation. He's actually become an arsonist. He is a fire starter. He is a wicked fire starter. I'm an arsonist. I'm a narcissist.
1: (laughs) No, but um. I don't know how to segue from that. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I don't think you I can. really don't.
1: <laughs> okay, well, I mean, it's a bit more of a wacky show. That was my song segment, believe it or not.
0: Um, For all the jokes I've been making throughout this whole thing, I do want to say I do actually really like that song. I love the melody and I think it's really strong and I can't wait to hear that, like, fully done.
1: Thanks. Yeah, it's um, I kind of set myself as quite an ambitious thing of, like, I want every song to be good enough this season that I could include it on an EP I want to make. Um, And I think the only letdown for me with this song, with an open window, is it's very, like, easy structure. It's very much, you know, verse, chorus, verse, chorus, done, which I'm okay with, but, you know, I might add a bridge in at some point if I really want to.
0: You were talking to a guy who wrote a song which is verse, chorus, bridge, verse, chorus. Like, I'm not doing much better over here, mate.
1: (laughs) Yeah, but yours goes... In the uh, verse Yours does that at the end That's true But that's just my new favourite minor riff <laughs> Seriously <laughs> that's That that riff is so cool It's just ah, It doesn't matter what it is Well actually no It doesn't
0: matter what it is it's, it's a songwriting forecast This is like the peak time <laughs> For mattering what the notes are <laughs>
1: Yes that's very <laughs> true Like if uh, there nah, was
0: uh, If there was a time To discuss Like what songs are made of It's now <laughs> <laughs> I'm
1: like um, oh, I got this um This cool chord thing But yeah, you wouldn't want to know, but I'll save it for later when I'm not literally recording my songwriting <laughs> podcast.
3: Oh, dear! Oh God, Is
1: it the, I guess I said that because it's—it's it's not like a chordal thing; it's just a note thing. But it's this thing on—you can do on guitar where you go A B C E, and then you go the octave above A B C E, and then you go the octave above A B C E, and it just sounds so cool. Um, I'll play it actually while I uh, have it on my mind. It sounds like this.
0: By a classical guitar. It sounds very sort of Spanish in its way.
1: Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, it is that kind of thing. I, um, I have to admit, I didn't come up with it. Um, but like, well, all I didn't the best think you licks, came...
0: stolen. I didn't think you'd come up with like some brand new lick and just go, "Wow, I've discovered the power <laughs> of the minor scale. How has <laughs> no one done anything with this before?" That would be funny if, if
1: um, how big headed that be if I went?
3: I've discovered this a riff. minor.
1: <laughs> Listen to how good my mind is <laughs> yeah.
3: oh.
0: I've discovered pentatonic riffing
1: <laughs> When I was younger I was like 13 or something And I was learning to play guitar I used to claim that I'd come up with chords Like whole new chords That no one had ever played before
0: <laughs> Were they C, G, D, E, F, A, B <laughs> I think that's all of them
1: It's just stuff like I'd, I'd take like an E7 and I'd like Put an F in it and I'd go No one's done this before <laughs> Meanwhile jazz was happening
0: Yeah Yeah, that's kind of the qualifier Like if you ever think you've come up with a new chord Jazz got there first
1: Damn jazz Damn jazzers
0: Stealing our chords Yeah, but, uh... That they had before us
1: Damn Well it's funny isn't it they, Even they didn't invent the chords The chords have kind of always existed
0: how how deep are we going now? Have we done the comedy bit and now we're just gonna get into the mellow chill bit?
1: Uh yeah. Let's get mellow and chill. No, I don't know. I just I don't know why I said that. Well I do know why I said that because I believe it, but <clears throat> but it's not that important at the moment.
0: The chords were waiting in the ether to be discovered.
1: You know, they might have been. Well, they, they might have been.
0: Well they won't because the ether isn't a thing, but the, the the sentiment applies, so but just not the bit about the ether.
1: Why are you so anti-ether? You've always had a thing against the ether on this show since episode one.
0: I just think the ether is overrated as a concept. That's all. It's like people used it... to refer to it as like space oceans and shit. It's just like no, space is literally nothing. That's much more interesting. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that is interesting, isn't it? The fact that space is nothing. When you look up at the sky, like, obviously the stars. Look at the, the nothing the I'm planet. looking at. <laughs> You're looking at nothing. Look at that all that insane? empty space. Look at all those pigeons. I mean chickens. Fuck. What? I misquoted that divine funny little girl in that meme. Do you have you ever seen that one? No. There's this little cute little girl and she she's standing by this fence at at the park and there's all these like all these pigeons running around eating bread and stuff. She goes <laughs>
0: Uh, I think my favourite You had
1: to be there I I mean I wasn't But I saw the video
0: I think my favourite Vine I've ever seen Is that one with the owl Where like uh, Oh this is nearly. She's my favourite She's so calm And the owl just turns around And its eyes are like It's taking every drug Under the sun
1: (laughs) Oh god that's funny Um, I suppose we should move on To the next section shall we
0: Yeah I don't think this is about Songwriting anymore
1: (laughs) I think I'll, I'll when I edit, I'll probably keep some, a lot of that because it seemed to flow quite well. Weirdly, well, um, if
0: if it really feels weird having that in the middle of a songwriting podcast, you can always like put like a little. This is the stuff that we cut out. The too hot for the podcast. Yeah, that's <laughs> the watershed weekly song podcast. Yeah, too too hot for SoundCloud. Man, I really <laughs> fucking hate that, Ether. You know.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were calling SoundCloud the ether. <laughs>
0: it's
1: well, not an ether.
0: Uh, so, shall we get onto Mailbox Thingy? Oh,
1: yeah. Okay. Let's do uh, Pete Townsend's No Hour. No. <laughs> All right. It's a new season. I won't call it that
0: anymore. <laughs> Got to come it. up with some new running gags, mate. Okay. Let's call it oh.
1: Letter and Read. What?
0: Is huh? this. Is call- this- is that a reference to something I should get?
1: No, it's just something without any meaning. Cool. Um. Anyway, <laughs> sorry, I'm in a weird mood today, I don't know if you've noticed. I think we're both um, in a
0: weird mood. Um, it's a good weird mood though, which I'm glad for. Yes. So, okay, so we've actually had uh, a couple of emails in from uh, the audience, because uh, who else would we get emails by, uh, during the downtime. We didn't... Uh, play any last week because we kind of forgot because we're idiots um but this week we're going to play a song by gordon nelson jr it's called we're all in this together uh didn't send any uh better or anything like that but he just sent in the songs before you played. it so here it is, the time for
3: restitution is
1: So that was uh, We're All in This Together by Jordan Nelson Jr. And uh thank you for sending that in. It's a, a really cool song and uh it's a lovely and bass sort of tone. Stu- oh yeah, definitely. Nice little chord change at the end there as well.
0: Mm. Yeah, chords in the bridge, really nice. Kind of like sort of semitonal ish kind of stuff. We we're suckers for semitonal movement.
1: We do like some semitonal semi semitonal movement? That is that is it, isn't it? Semitonal movement. Yes. Oh yes, that sounds so wrong in my head. Anyway, um, no, that was it was really cool to receive that, and um, you know, a different style um than we're used to, which is cool, you know.
3: Mm.
0: Yeah, I think it's probably the one of the more like uh, fully produced songs that we've had on the cast.
1: Yes, definitely, definitely, and some really cool um, you know, something I quite like is ad lib vocals um, where you have kind of got the lead doing doing its thing, and then these sort of um just repetitions the bit, or
0: the other bits just vibing in the background.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Kind of cool. Um, which which is not something that um every singer can do. So it's always nice to hear that when people can do that well.
0: Yes. Uh, you only need to listen to uh. <sighs> Sorry, I was gonna make a crap joke there. You only li- Are You
1: gonna talk about without you again?
0: No. <laughs> is Never this mind. About the ether. No. Yeah, it's really no, fracking mean... cool, mate.
1: Yeah, no, really cool. Um, really cool to hear and um yeah I mean you know we'll uh as we're back in season and that um not like that I beg your um, pardon uh, <laughs> uh, we are obviously um, we have an inbox uh, weekly song at gmail.com and if you want to send in a song which you'd like us to consider playing on the show and getting some feedback on then um please do please please do
0: cool um, shall we cut to the next week where I can repeat that information
1: uh yeah sure <laughs> <laughs>
3: Oh,
0: I like making these things awkward. Thank you very much for listening to the Weekly Song Podcast. Uh, If you want to get in touch with us about anything in the show, if you want to chastise us for being far too serious or chastise us for being far too humorous or chastise us for any other reason, uh, why not send in an email to weekly podcast at gmail.com. You can leave us a like or a thumbs up or whatever the... A positive emotion is on soundcloud you can leave a comment there as well you can leave a five star review on itunes you can follow us on spotify you can follow us on pop bean uh you can do various other things on other podcast services on which we appear which we haven't got a complete list because i've completely forgotten which services we are on uh where can they find you roger we are a professional show aren't we <laughs>
1: Well, you can find me uh, on Instagram. I think that's a good place to follow sort of what I'm up to. That's at Roger Heather's, Um, RogerHeathers.com, where all my previous albums are listed. Um, Follow P Green Boat. Follow Dollards, both on Instagram. Um, New Dollard single in July, and um, I'm releasing a Beatles cover album on June the twenty-second. So um, uh, you know, follow me on. Uh, Instagram and Facebook and all that stuff for that, and uh, I think that's about it How about you, Declan? Where can they find you?
0: Uh, They can find me on uh, nowhere, basically I do not exist yet Uh, We still have that yet, there will be something uh, probably coming in the next week or two but uh, I'd, I'd just like to leave you sort of um with me feeling very self important and you guys probably not giving that much of a care um, until there is any actual news. Uh, yeah, so I think that's about it for this week. We'll see you next week uh, on the show again. As well on this show, why would we be on any other show? What am I talking about? Anyway, this is probably a sign that we should end it. Ta ra!